This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Final segment here of the program, Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, Robin Washoe will be back with us next week as this segment, Nate, of the Husker Online show is brought to you by our friends at Coogler Vision. Nate, it's been almost a year uh, since you had your um, your correction uh, vision surgery, uh, what's the latest greatest going on with Coogler Vision? Yeah, Coogler Vision still doing their their online consultations. Um, they're obviously open for for um, you know surgeries, and and you can go to CougarVision.com, schedule your your online consultation. Uh, it's really slick the way that they have it all set up. You can take a quiz to see what type of vision correction you may qualify for. There's seven, I think seven different uh, ways that, that they can correct your vision, uh, depending on, on uh, your, your vision. And um, the whole process is, is virtually uh, touch-free. So there's no interaction. Um, they can figure it all out for you. That's uh, super easy and quick. Uh, go to CooglerVision.com, take the quiz, and, and schedule your online consultation today. All right, Nate. Well, let's get down to it. Uh, you and Greg Peterson covered probably what will be our final camp of the year. We got into this year, which is probably more than we thought a while back. Yeah. But uh, Jake Sharp had a great camp in Salina. But then locally, Steve Warren and the Warren Academy um, you know, hosted arguably one of the better events we've seen locally in our time covering camps. Um, number one, because the talent's really good in the area. But number two, I think Steve's got a great reputation. A lot of kids respect and trust his name and brand. And that camp delivered, Nate. There was a lot of major Division One talent that took part in the Warren Academy Showcase on Saturday. Yeah, there really was. I mean, it was, it was from top to bottom, it, it has to be the best, I think, in-state camp that I've that I've ever been to um you know and, and that's you know partly because it was an invite only deal and it wasn't open to the public where you had guys that hadn't even played varsity football before you know showing up and or maybe they had no no um you know didn't really deserve to be out there or hadn't earned their way out to being in a, in a showcase showcase. Those kids come and they're like, this is my shot. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> when you've got a, you know, a five, nine, 230 pound offensive lineman, um, you know, showing up, it, that, that wasn't the case. It, it, they were all really good players. Um, and there's still probably a lot of good players out there that didn't get an invite, but, um, so I'm not saying if you didn't go that you weren't anybody, but, uh, I think from top to bottom is probably the, the most talented, uh, you know, type of camp or showcase event that, that I've been to in the state of Nebraska. And so, um, you know, I was, it was super, super impressed with it. Uh, the way they laid it out, obviously the way that they handled things, given the current situation the, with COVID and everything, you know, with the, um, you know, everyone was wearing masks. Everyone had to, to take a, you know, a questionnaire um, and, and have their temperatures taken before you entered the, the, the building. And um, it was, uh, you know, headlined by Thomas Fedoni, who's not only one of the, you know, the best prospect in the area, but one of the best overall prospects in the country. And when you've got a guy like that who's going out and is testing uh, you know, he ran his 40, his pro agility, his vertical, and he's out there. 37 plus inch vertical. Yep, 37.4 inch vertical, uh, 463 electronic 40 yard dash. He's, so that's a legit verified electronic. Yes. So he's closer to a 4 5 hand. Yes, is what you're 4 saying. 5 hand. Yeah. Wow. And uh, um, at 6 5 and some change and 200, and I think it was 223 or 224. Um, so he's got NFL combine yes. type numbers as a senior to be. Yep. 
Um, yeah, I don't even know if he's 18 years old yet. So, I mean, he's he's on a different level. There aren't too many guys that are that are made like Thomas Fedoni. But when you've got a guy like that who is working his tail off, um, doesn't have anything to prove to anybody, but is going out there and competing and working hard and pushing guys, I think that kind of raised the level of competition of everybody else. And so um, it was it was a pleasure to watch him compete, but it was also a pleasure to see a guy like James Carney from Firth, uh, Nebraska, Norris High School going out there. Ball State recruit right uh, now. Yeah, Miami, Ohio. Oh, Miami, yeah, yep. sorry, Miami, Ohio. Um, who – it, and go toe to toe with a guy like Thomas Fedoni. I mean, that was that was a lot of fun to watch. Um, you know, and, and that was the first time I'd seen both of those guys really compete live in person. And um, and I was, I was could not have been more impressed. Uh, but I mean, the list goes on and on. The tight end position as a whole. Was, Micah Riley was there too. Micah Riley was there. Didn't didn't work out. Um, didn't do all the all the all the tests or. Uh, the one-on-ones, but he was there. Caden Helms uh, from Bellevue West, um, the, the 2022, um, he's a guy I've continued to be more and more impressed with. Who is has really changed an awful lot since we saw him finish. Just Iowa State offer on him, yo? Just Iowa State, but he's going to be – he's a guy. He's he, a power five. Yeah, no doubt about it. He's power five, uh, no question. Um, Eli Raritan was somebody that really impressed me, and that's a name people are going to know. Um, his dad's – or his, his grandpa. Scott. Scott played at Nebraska was all conference at Nebraska um, his uncle John uh, just medically retired from Nebraska his dad actually um, signed with Notre Dame uh, out of high school was an army all-american uh, that ended up going to uh, Notre Dame but he's 6'6 225 pounds so a lot taller than his his uncles and yes grandpa. Uh, but his his dad is is really really tall uh, his dad's six 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 seven. Uh, so he got his dad's height there, but uh, he was somebody who I was really impressed with. He has Iowa State and Buffalo uh, as offers right now, and um, boy, I mean, he's he's going to be a big time uh, tight end recruit for the 2022 class too. I mean, he's Iowa keeps making them, man. Yeah, I mean, mm. it's crazy. But um, I mean, and like I said, the list goes on and on. Um, and there's even you know a freshman uh, from Pierce that I was really impressed with by the name of Ben Brommer. Well, that's Coach Br- Bramer's kid. Yeah, right. Um, Mark Bramer is the longtime Purdue coach or um, Pierce coach. Pierce coach. Yeah. Tyler Legate, former Husker fullback, is an assistant there. He runs the wrestling program. Uh, but Bramer, you know, has been the principal and the head coach there for many, many years. Yeah, and he he was uh, really a kid that that caught my attention immediately because he's he's a big kid. He's a little on the skinny side, but he's only just finished his freshman year of high school. Uh, but he's six five, about one hundred and eighty, you know, pushing. How did they find out about him to invite to this camp? I don't know, but um, but he played as a freshman at Pierce, uh, multiple positions. I think he was. I mean, he was a wide receiver, tight end. Uh, he was. I think he was their punter. I mean, he did a lot of different things for for Pierce as a freshman, and um, he went out. And I tell you what, he. I mean, he was he was holding his own with all those guys too that hold multiple Power Five offers. And so, I mean, he's a he's a guy to know going forward. So. I mean, and that's just the tight end position. I mean, it was it was a really really good camp. I'm excited. We get to go to Pierce now for a couple years. Yeah. In state tour. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We, we, I've been there. I've been there for a while, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll be going there at least for two more years in a row mm-hmm. uh, with Ben Bramer. But yeah, Fedoni, 
Um, you, you mentioned um, Avante Dickerson was there, but he did this very limited stuff, so you didn't get a good taste of him. Mm-hmm. No, uh, really, Brett's was, Kobe Brett's wasn't there either. But yeah, he's got a he's got a banged up knee apparently. Uh, but yeah, Avante was there. I was really excited that he showed up. I had heard that he might be showing up. Um, and he went through warmups and everything and uh, didn't, didn't test out. And then just wasn't feeling it. <laughs> yeah. It did, he did one, he did one, one-on-one rep and, uh, didn't go so well. And then all of a sudden he disappeared. So he I, left the place. He was gone. He was gone. He, he just, he left. I don't know. I don't know if he got banged up and, and, and decided to, to leave or, or if he just didn't. It wasn't very happy that he lost his first rep or, or what. I don't know what happened. I don't know the whole story in that, but was disappointed that I didn't get to see more of him. Now, Nate, I'll be curious with uh, the tight end position with Carney, James Carney. I mean, I know they want Fedoni as that number one spot, but, you know, we've seen A.J. Rollins and mm-hmm. haven't really seen him actually compete all summer in anything yet, and that, that will be something to keep your eyes on. I mean, no Roll, Rollins better better make a move here well, quickly. Exactly. I, I was disappointed that A.J. Rollins wasn't there uh, because I really wanted to see how he kind of stacked up with, with everybody else at that tight end group. Um, but I'll tell you what, I mean, James Carney, to me, I mean, if I were Nebraska, um, you know, and they're taking two tight ends in this class, I, I would not be surprised if they ended up offering James Carney um, following the numbers that he put up uh, because I, I, we just went over Fedoni's numbers, right? So Carney came in at, at six, I think four and a half, six five, um, was, was uh, within a pound or two of Fedoni, actually ran a 4.6 40-yard dash. Uh, and he trained with Chris Slatt, yep. who's a, one of the best speed coaches in the country. I mean, he has worked with so many kids over mm-hmm. the years and got them ready, and so it, clearly the training is shown with his numbers. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about that. Um, I mean, he, he was slightly faster than Fedoni. Um, I think he, he was maybe within an inch of Fedoni's vertical uh, jump. And, uh, and he was, I mean, as far as his, his route running may not have been quite as crisp as Fedoni's, but um, he wasn't far off. And so, I mean, to me, I think if, if you're Nebraska and you're taking two tight ends in this class and, and A.J. Rollins hasn't made a decision yet, I, I would not hesitate to, uh, to offer James Carney. And, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if that did happen. You know, from talking with Carney, it sounds like, Nebraska is is some as a school that's keeping in touch with him as much as anybody that's talking with him as much as anybody else and he said that he's actually seen his recruiting take off and, and become you know more hectic since he made that commitment that Miami, Miami of Ohio commits not a solid commit no, I mean I, that, that's like all right I got a seat at a table in a yeah. restaurant but there might be a lot of better restaurants that come open here I'll say this and and it's not because I, James Carney you know I know people have their opinions of of kids that commit somewhere and then decommit or whatever but um i don't think he's going to end up at, at miami of ohio he's he's way way better than that all right well plenty of coverage uh, make sure you're on husker online as hopefully by this time next week we might know what this schedule will look like here <laughs> for 2020 thanks again for joining us this week on husker online your authority on nebraska athletics